This is the written account of Adam's family line. When God created mankind, he made them in the likeness of God. He created them male and female and blessed them, and he named them mankind when they were created. When Adam had lived 130 years, he had a son in his own likeness, in his own image, and he named him Seth. After Seth was born, Adam lived 800 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Adam lived a total of 930 years, and then he died. When Seth had lived 105 years, he became the father of Enosh. After he became the father of Enosh, Seth lived 807 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Seth lived a total of 912 years, and then he died. When Enosh had lived 90 years, he became the father of Kenan. After he became the father of Kenan, Enosh lived 815 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Enosh lived a total of 905 years, and then he died. When Kenan had lived 70 years, he became the father of Mahalalel. And then what happened? You don't have to have the next verses of Genesis memorized to know. You can guess. And you're right. Canaan lived a certain amount of time after the birth of the only child of his whose name we know, and then he died. The way Enosh died, the way Seth died, the way Adam died. By the time we get to Canaan, the repetition of the genealogy has produced for us a refrain. And then he died, and then he died, and then he died. Canaan is Enosh's son, Seth's grandson, Adam's great-grandson. Kenan is Mahalalel's dad, Jared's granddad, Enoch's great-granddad. We know his name and we know his place in his family tree. And that's all we know that Kenan is, or was, because he died. We don't know how he died, nor do we know how anyone in that part of the family tree died. We just know that they died, because they died. They all lived, you have to, in order to die. They all lived for hundreds of years, each got close to having lived for an entire millennium. But they still died. They all died. And the one thing we know is why. Because it's the same as the why to the deaths we know about, the deaths we've seen or heard of, the deaths coming for each one of us. We know the why of death. It's sin. Sin is death, spiritually speaking. Sin separates us from God, separates us from real spiritual life. And sin deserves death, eternal death. Sin earns eternal punishment for us from God. Sin deserves hell. And so sin is why we die, physically, and the refrain of physical death that echoes down from Adam through Kenan and to each and every one of us It does what refrains are supposed to do. It communicates a message that is central to the song of earthly human life. Things are not all right. Because of the separation sin causes, because of the punishment sin deserves, because sin is death that leads to death, we all will die. And if you hear that refrain and recognize the problem, you get religion. Every religion, every belief system of any kind has to grapple with death and with the message 
of death that says, this is not all right. Something must be done. Something is wrong. Something needs fixing. And you had better figure out what before you die, or it will be too late. And every religion but one says, what you need to do is try. And then maybe, but who knows? But there's one religion that says, what you need is a savior, and you have one, so don't worry. Which is another thing we know about Kenan. He was a part of that one religion. He was an ancestor of that savior. So he certainly heard the refrain of death. He got the message. Things aren't all right. And he also heard a singular promise from God that echoes so much louder in scripture even than the message of death, the promise of a savior. And if God promises it, it's ours. He's ours. We don't have to worry. He lived. He did some stuff. He died. He was saved by faith in Jesus. She lived. She did some stuff. She died. She was saved by faith in Jesus. They lived. They did some stuff. They died. They were saved by faith in Jesus. We live. We do stuff. We will die. We are saved by faith in Jesus. Like Kenan, hear the refrain and know what it means and know even more what it points to, the louder refrain that will one day turn into the final eternal triumph song when there will be no more death because of Jesus. and breath loved by God bought by Jesus this podcast is produced by me Ethan Cherney a pastor in the Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Synod get in touch on Facebook at Dust and Breath Pod on Twitter at Dust Breath Pod or by emailing dustandbreathpod at gmail.com Outro music arranged and performed by Mr. Peter Shawey, who is like precious oil poured on the head, running down on the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down on the collar of his robe. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you could leave a review in iTunes or just share an episode on social media, I'd really appreciate it. It's the only way other people can find the show. Now, go do what God made you to do. Be who God called you to be. Go see what God can do with dust and breath and faith in Jesus his Son.